Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Irk Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio version of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com. This is your first time listening. Welcome. Thank you for finally, you are late as hell, but you are finally making the right decisions in life by pressing play. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please hold tight. I will explain what this is, how this works, and why I am irked in a second. First, let me shout out to my subscribers, regular listeners, blog readers, social media followers, engagers, however it is that you have been rocking with Irk Music Geek. Thank you. For real, thank you. I appreciate you more than I can ever tell you. I will um, try to get through this spiel to catch up the newcomers as quickly as possible so that we can go ahead and start talking new music, which is why you are all here. So, like I said, for my new people, this is the audio experience of the website, irkedmusicgeek.com. If you are also unfamiliar with that, what the hell you been doing all these years? We'll talk about it later. That is an opinion-based blog where I give my first impressions of new music as it is released across various genres. I've always been an equal opportunity music listener, willing to give just about anything a chance press play on just about anything and if I happen to like it I like it um primarily my go-tos are hip-hop R&B um but if you look on the website you'll see country coverage you'll see rock you'll see pop may even see a little metal um just about honestly any and everything on the website and so same here for the podcast um and it's the same concept it's still music review but how this works is I will pick songs that were likely released on new music Friday Usually it's about four songs for every episode. I will play a little bit of the song, usually around 150 and right under two minutes, enough so that you can hear what I'll be basing my opinion off of. And then I'll tell you what I think. Um, If there's something that you hear on the episode that you would love to hear in its entirety or love to see a video of, if there is a video, just go to the website. Again, it's irkmusicgeek.com. You'll click on that podcast episodes link that you'll see at the top, and then it'll take you to a page that has every single podcast episode that has been released. If you click on whatever episode you're looking for, you will find full length versions of every song or video, if it's available, that was featured on that particular episode. So this ain't the radio. I ain't got time to be playing the entire song. Y'all got shit to do today. I got shit to do today. We just gonna get in. I'll tell you about music that dropped. I'll go into depth reviewing about four of those songs. We'll get out and come back and do the same shit next week. Okay, cool. So a lot of people asked, why are you Irk? Why is it called Irk Music Geek? What is that about? Oh, Lord, where shall I start? Um, When it comes to being irked, I'm irked about a lot of shit. But as it pertains to music, as long as I have loved music, which is before I honestly can even remember, I have also equally loved reading opinions, reading reviews about the same type of music that I've been listening to. Now, when I was younger, it was as I aged my, my auntie self. When I was younger, that was in the form of magazines um shout out to double xl vibe source i would literally collect those magazines or if i ain't had no money i would stand in the store and flip straight to the back to get to the review section um 
I've just always had that curiosity just to see are other people feeling the same way about a particular artist or album always had that and as music has moved into this digital space that it's in now we you know consume music online streaming music review has also pretty much exclusively moved online as well and I've continued to keep up with music reviews there's some sites that I go to regularly just to same curiosity is there just feel the temperature see if I'm a little off thinking that an artist is super whack or super dope um, but the more that I've read a lot of these opinions that I see online or reviews, the more that they don't come off as authentic or honest reviews, a lot of it comes across as if they are being paid for their opinions, uh, whether it's directly, monetarily, or a favor for favor type thing. We know the music industry is a very favor-driven industry. It's a you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And I think that even has become applicable to music review I think there are situations where some of these sites or blogs are have a direct relationship with these artists management or their label where it's like hey we're dropping this song make sure you post it make sure you say x y and z about it and then when this artist is doing their interview runs we're coming to you first. I think that is a lot of the situation. Um, I think there also are some situations where some of the people running these websites want that sort of an in and want that sort of a, a relationship with an artist or their label. And so they will make sure how they talk about the music is in such a way as to not piss anybody off, not to ruffle any feathers, so that when it is some time to ask for, hey, we're we're trying to get this exclusive single drop or hey, we know he's doing interviews. We want this artist to stop here. They know that if they talked bad about a single a year ago, that artist or that label or that manager is likely going to remember that and say, no, we're not fucking with you because you called that single trash. And so I think that is another sort of situation where the people that are running these websites let that influence how they talk about the music because they don't want to piss anyone off. And as someone that loves music, reads reviews on a regular basis, um, it comes across to me as painfully obvious and it irks the shit out of me. It is what motivated me to start Irk Music Geek is to just have a platform that is about honest, authentic reviews that is uninfluenced by the industry because I don't care about none of that shit. Um, there are, of course, artists that I love. I have faves. But if they put out a song that don't really sound all that hot, it's okay to call a spade a spade. And that is what I am here to do. Not every artist is going to make a perfect song every time. I think even some of the biggest artists will tell you that they have songs in their discography that they cannot stand, might even say albums. Um, and it is okay to recognize that an artist may have missed the mark on a particular song. But like I said, you go to some of these websites and you would just feel like you going crazy because there's a lot of music that out here, especially with TikTok, especially with streaming and how easy it is to just, if you have an email address, an email address, you can literally become a rapper and upload music onto SoundCloud. So because it's so easy to put music out, there is a lot of music out here that should have stayed in um and I understand music is subjective and so everyone is not going to feel the same way about a particular artist or album or song but again in this TikTok culture microwave culture there is a lot of music that I think a large consensus of people would agree is straight trash but you go to some of these websites 
and you would not know it. You would think that you're the crazy one by the way that they are reviewing the music, but a lot of times the truth lies in the comments. If you go to the comments, they will usually reveal what people are thinking, and sometimes that is completely off from what the blogger or writer is saying about the music, and like I said, that shit is annoying. It irks the shit out of me, so that is the blog. This is the podcast, and that is why I am irked. This episode, I'm going to still say Happy Music Monday. The episode is a day late, but never a dollar short. Um, just had a lot of shit going on and just was not able to get the episode out on time. But you know I had to come with one because we had a lot of music releases on Friday. Kind of um, hinted to that last week. Um, singles, I feel like were probably more of what we got. But there were some albums there as well. As far as the single releases, we have... Hmm, a new song from Nick Cannon um, featuring Rick Ross. Uh, it's called My Pimpin'. And also, I'm assuming it's a producer by the name of It's a Movie. I just, I, I didn't even click play on that because, no. Um, and we also have a new release from YG featuring J, J Money. J, okay, now. Yeah, I don't know about that now. Uh, YG, J Cole, and Moneybag Yo called Scared Money. J Cole is clearly in his feature shit right now. Um, that song was a little uh, on the very underwhelming side. Honestly, I listened and I cannot recall not a single thing from that song. So I think that says enough about that. Um, we have a new release, posthumous release from King Von featuring 21 Savage called Don't Play That. His family or his estate has announced that his um, album will be coming soon. Um, if you've listened to these episodes before, you know how I feel about posthumous albums, how I feel they're sort of, um, exploitation of the artist, especially if the proceeds and the money are not going directly to the family. If they're just going to a label for them to just recoup what they feel like they're owed from this dead artist, hate, hate, hate it. Um, and we also just had an issue with the fact of the art itself, like the did the artists agree with the way that this was put together? It's just lots of questions surrounding it that cannot be answered. And so because of that, I have always, always had an issue with posthumous releases. King Von's situation is a little different because he was actively working on this album, preparing for the album. And I, you know, I think with the team that is, um, handling his stuff Dirk I don't think that this will be released in a way that would be against King Von I think it's something that his fans may be pleased with so we shall see once that is released but the single was cool um 21 Savage of course is also on his feature run and not disappointing or letting up um we also have a new single from Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, and West Side Gun, the Griselda family. I think this is officially Conway's song. It is called John Woo Flick. Sound very Griselda-esque, if you are familiar with that at all. Um, we also have a new single from Queen Naja featuring Big Sean called Hate Our Love. Um, also, a new single from Red Hot Chili Peppers called Black Summer. Also had two, I think, I think it may have been two releases from... Dr. Dre actually it was one release um I think it was said to have may have been previously released but it just got released on streaming it's called Black Privilege um which is you know a smart release with him about to do the Super Bowl halftime show this coming Sunday um so that is out we also have a new single from Machine Gun Kelly featuring Willow called Emo Girl 
Lupe Fiasco released a new one called Hustlers. I also have a new one from Coffee, um, a reggae artist that I love. Um, it's called Pull Up. I also have a new single from Kim called Stuck On You. E-40 released a new single with Sada Baby called It's Hard Not To. Um, earlier in the week before Friday, we had a new single from an artist that I had never heard of called Tay Aisha featuring Sweetie and it's called One Night Ting. And um, let me see, I feel like there were more singles. And of course, when I need to find them, I cannot. But um, I just do recall that there was there was a lot because there was a lot for me to kind of sift through in order to pick the songs for the episode and I love when that happens um so yes okay other singles that I had I think the only other one was a new single from light skin Keisha called pop shit queen um and I think that may have been like I said the bulk of the singles that we got as far as albums go those were sort of plentiful not necessarily but we have a new one from Probably one of the most anticipated albums was Two Chains, what he has called his last trap album, um, Dope Don't Sell Itself. I will be picking a song from that for the episode. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Then we also have a new release from Yo Gotti, uh, CMG10. Um, it's a two disc release. Side A is called uh, Free Second side is called game. So you put them together and it is free game. We'll also be picking something from that. So we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get there. Also a new album from the Afrobeat artist at a Lake Gold called Catch Me If You Can. And I will also be picking a song from that as well. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Also have a new release from Saba called Few Good Things. A movie soundtrack release um, from a movie called Marry Me that has uh, Jennifer Lopez and Maluma in it. Um, it's like 12 tracks on the project. I don't have any information about the movie, when it comes out, none of that. Um, have not even seen a trailer for that, but that is out if that's your bag. Um, and it actually may have been some of the actually that was most of the album releases we did get so let's go ahead and get into the songs we're going to do for today's episode going to start off with probably one of the biggest or probably most anticipated single releases for friday Nicki minaj's return she is back with her new single featuring little baby it's called do we have a problem let's play it and i can tell you if there is a motherfucking problem I just told Pete, this really niggas worst nightmare, man. They don't wanna see little baby with the Barbie. The Barbie. Tell him I need him, my bitch, she a rider. I got a shooter and I got a driver. And when that hit, I'm the only provider. Little back for him, bitch, worth a five, yo. Niggas know the vibe, that's worth a five, yo. Beef, we about to resolve, yo. Pull up on the up, do we have a problem? Hold up, shorty. Hold up, bitch. Please don't touch me. Look at my fit. Look at my ankle. Look at my wrist. This one a pack. This one a brick. That one a op. That one a lick. This one for pop. This one for juice. I am the one. Bitch, you a deuce. Niggas give it up in my city. Really shed blood in my city. Get love in my city. Niggas will sun your whole set like it's around six clips. Whole team get flyer in round trips. Bitch, she's the spying on my flicks. He admiring my drip. Check what I do to check a clear two. Pull up like a drive through So check your rear view. I don't care how long it take to get an op back. All my niggas outside. Steak, bitch, we out back. I 
don't care how long it take to get it out there. All my niggas outside steak, bitch, we out there. I'm coming through in that new shit How we ops, you see me and you don't do shit I didn't really try in the car, I got the blueprint Gallery department was shopping, I like to lose it What's the point of having this muscle if you don't use it I play the game to win, I'm not losing Ops know my address, I'm not moving Brody know they take it to try, they gotta prove it She get what she want when we screwing I'm on point, I know what I'm doing Way too smart to act like I'm stupid I get my advice from Mike Rubin I'm not by myself, my whole crew lit Next to Chanel, I put her in that new print It is what it is, I can't make no excuses I hit the whole group that make me a groupie Balenciaga, condition not Gucci Who went city to city and bulletproof You can't run with my gang, they don't bully you Been had switches, I know what them foolish do I'ma violate me, know what you wanna do Ain't no fun by yourself, bring a friend to We be menaging and boost up his ego She a little demon, I'm that cost amigo Yeah, baby Tell him I need him, my bitch, she a rider Got a shooter and I got a driver And when that heat, I'm the only provider Little back for him, bitch, worth a five, yo Niggas know the vibe, that's worth a five, yo I know somebody listening is like this bitch just said under two minutes but how was I supposed to cut the baby off first like it was really no stopping point bro was took off and didn't slow down at all so it was a little longer just so I could get through his entire verse um but yes this is Nikki's first I would say real solo return since she dropped yikes in 2020 which many people probably won't even count um, cause it was kind of just a one-off single. I thoroughly enjoyed that song. It didn't seem like it really caught and it could have just been the whole, you know, first year in the pandemic thing. A lot of th- things kind of just got lost in that. But, um, this I think is the official single in preparation for an album. So to me, this is more of like a real, real single since she dropped her queen album back in 2018. The song was produced by a producer that goes by Poppy Yur. Um, I've never heard of him, but seems like recently he's done a lot of production for Tory Lanez. And I think, um, so I have kind of a love-hate. And hate is very strong, but for the song, um, after my first listen, I kind of just felt like it, it was all right. You know, of course, all the hype, all the buildup, I try to ignore that. I try not to listen to snippets because I then start to set expectations that normally aren't met. And so um, went into listening, you know, it was clear they were shooting a video, that it was a lot of money being spent for the video. It was given old school, real produced film type of vibes for the video um so it was clear they were spending a lot of money for this song but I think the production is kind of what is a little it's just something about it that is missing for me I feel like it's almost there it has that right right amount of like thump to it but there's some other sounds and shit in there that I think I just am not feeling as hard for me to really really get past that to really enjoy the song um and then when Nikki comes in she starts off singing and that's not really the bag I like from Nikki and so already I'm kind of like where's this going where is it going to go I don't know if I like it um I prefer how she sounds like on yikes or 
a song like Sir from the Queen album or Good Form. Like that is the type of Nikki flow that I like. Um, but I get it, you know, she has to, especially for a single, she's going to kind of do the both thing, the singing, the melodic, the rapping, just because it crosses over very well into other audiences. And we have to remember that Nikki is a fucking superstar. She has fans of all ages and colors. And so she has to make music for all of them when it is time for these big old single releases. Um, but once she starts rapping, the song gets better for me. Um, we know Nikki and her metaphors and shit like that. So that is to what's be expected from her. Um, little baby did what he's been doing per usual. Um, but yeah, like I said, just something for me is not completely resonating from the song. I do know it's going to be one of those songs that is played often. And so in about two weeks after I've heard it a trillion times, I, I may feel a little different about it, but right now it's kind of like, uh, it's not one that I saved to my favorites. But I recognize it for what it what it's going to be. Um, I just, you know, it's one of those that you just have that feeling that it is going to be played out. Um, it's definitely a radio ready type of single, which is, I think, when she does that singing, that kind of gives that signal like, okay, we need this to be for radio. Um, the video, like I said, it does look very ex expensive. And towards the end of the video, there is a snippet of another song. Um, that we just also found out we'll be releasing on this coming new Friday called Bussin. And that sounds more of my speed, more of what I want to hear from Nikki. So excited to hear what that sounds like. Um, but she's clearly in album mode, especially releasing another single so soon. That is actually kind of not actually it's just kind of what she did for Queen. Um, she dropped those two singles real close together. So she's clearly getting ready to release something. I don't know when we're going to get it. I can't say that it would be anytime soon, but I'm thinking maybe sec second quarter, I could definitely see her dropping. Um, she's just going to, I think, work these singles for a minute, do some performances, kind of get herself back out there after being in mommy mode the past few years. So I'm excited to see where she goes with it, um, even if this song is not really all of that for me. But we'll see what Nikki brings next Friday. Um and if that's going to make me anticipate the the album or or not. But that is, do we have a problem? Nicki Minaj featuring Lil Baby. All right, next up, we're going to do all albums from here on out. Like I mentioned, the Atacunle Gold new album, Catch Me If You Can, is out. song I'm going to pick from that project is called uh, More Than Enough. Let's get into it and I can tell you what I think about it. Body too bad, you know. I just can't get enough. I might overdose on love. You give me more than enough. Give me more than enough. Top of the day to my baby, Pampanana. It's a holiday for my baby, oh, Pampanana. No work today. You're my Oh, 
Ojo ti peta tin se tin se tin se loka Owo ti de je ka pe la vida vida loka Ojo ti peta tin se tin se tin se loka Your body too bad you know All right, new music from the sort of Afrobeat genre. He's a Nigerian singer. His first album came back came out back in 2016. It was called Gold. Um, I think I kind of heard around about him around that time. Um, can't say that I listened to that album Gold, but he's definitely been featured on lots of other Afrobeat artists' music, and so. He's just been one of those artists that I've always heard about, but never really gotten into a full, full project. Um, had a chance to listen to this album. It has 14 songs on it. There are quite a few features and features that I was excited to see and hear the songs. There's Ty Dolla Sign on here, Stefan Don, DeVito, of course. They uh, frequently collaborate together. Fouché, who's one of the favorite um newer r&b singers of mine um lucky day which was a single that he put out before the album came out um and so yes i was just excited to get into it after getting through the album the first time i just felt like it was a really easy listen it's classic afrobeat sound and so honestly you can just put that on get lost in the production and the instrumentation um and then he does enough of the you know singing in the right way to keep um your attention throughout your entire listening session this particular song is one that immediately stood out to me as soon as the production came on um because it reminded me a lot of the high life sound which is a sound that originated in ghana um which is where my roots are from and so that sound um has a very special place in my heart it's a sound that i've been hearing since i was a child probably my very first introduction to music at all was the high life sound um and so when I heard the production on this, I knew he was Nigerian, but I'm like, this sounds like a song that I could hear, like a nice fusion or that I may hear in Ghana, just a more modern, updated version of High Life. And so as I started to do a little more research on him, I learned that he's considered to be a Nigerian High Life singer, which is not something that I realized before. Just never really got that vibe from any of his music in the past. And I guess because I've mainly only heard him as he's been featured on other people's acts um, or songs and not necessarily things that he's put out on his own. Um, So that was a nice, pleasant surprise. But this song I love. It is just a song that I can just hear at parties, hear at weddings. Um, And it, yeah, it just one of, was one of those standouts for me. The rest of the album does have some other heat on there as well. Like I said, the features already were just, you know, you have expectations for good music. I was a little worried because sometimes with the Afrobeat acts um, or the 
African acts, sometimes when they collaborate with these American artists and especially these well-known American artists, sometimes they find themselves um, not trying to imitate or emulate that sound, but they try to step more into the American sound as opposed to the other way around. But that didn't happen on this particular project. Every, every feature came into his world and adapted to his sound. And I appreciated that so much. Um, and so to me, that made all the features good. And honestly, from top to bottom, it is a really good album. Listen to it more than once, had a chance to go back and listen to it on my shuffle and just found myself really, really, really enjoying it. A couple of these songs are ones that you'll be hearing at, you know, African functions or if you party at places that play the Afrobeat or international type of vibes, you can definitely hear a lot of these songs that will be um, be played. And so if that is your thing, if you're into that, I would highly recommend getting into this album because I do not think that you will be disappointed. So that is more than enough from Adekunle Gold from his new album, Catch Me If You Can. All right, next up, we're going to get into this new album from 2 Chains, a.k.a. Titty Boy, a.k.a. Tony. Um new album like i mentioned dope don't sell itself song i'm going to do from that is called bet it back let me play it and i can tell you how i'm feeling about both yeah hey man we were serious about that bad if it's nothing yeah, else about that bad room. we had limitations on the studio only, only a couple niggas can come back there i don't give hey, a fuck what's hey, going on because that's like the spot we got shit back there you can't come back there Plastic bag, got some drugs in it, drugs in it. And yeah, I got a heart, but ain't no love in it. When you leave me, I leave your knees at you. If you broke down, I will speed past you. Off the rap game, I bought three matches. You niggas ain't aging well, you like Steve France. Okay, like a janitor, I got keys dancing. Okay, last plaque I got, I had freelancing. That you're holding me, still get high and play Joe to Last condo, it was 1.3. Still get geeked off the potency. High race speed with an oven B. Birthday party in the middle of the street. Come around here, it was snowing every week. I listen to this shit, they were very, very weak. We like me, make a million in a week. Talk on the track, that's me and just speak. A nigga gon' ball like Pro Day. I hang with my bitch on Bro Day. I'm up in the mouth like Colgate. This is a bar, I take it so far you can't locate. And if you keep it all week and you fuck for a couple of days for that pussy, then Pro Ray. Your whole name, Pellegrino. Yeah, my style like Vino. Yeah, got a palm for I have never been a zero. I work hard, took it where I'm at. Look at where I'm at. That's a bet. If I lose the bet, I'ma bet it back. I got one million dollars for every tat on your face. That like ain't that buddy who used to serve from back in the day. I had 26 pounds in the back of the rape. Just made a jug for the 12 and got a 14 play. All right, new music from Titty Two Necklaces. Um, so new album um came with it two singles, million dollar worth of game featuring 42 Doug, which I covered on this podcast when it dropped, and then he dropped that other one. Um, I think it was called Pop Music, uh, which was clearly the the strip club uh anthem 
type of song that they were going for. So we had those two singles, and I can't really say I was, um, of course, I was excited to hear the album, but the singles didn't really do much for me. Um, but of course, it's two chains. I've loved his last few projects, and so I was anticipating these just with the way I felt about the last couple of albums and so I it's 12 songs on there there's quite a few features almost every song has a feature except for two of the songs um there's Moneybag Yo on here of course from that single Lil Baby Dirk is on here Sway Lee Jacquees Youngboy NBA we got Roddy Rich. Um, and then some more underground known names, Stove God Cooks, as well as Simba and Major Maja. Um, and so I got through the album. It's 32 minutes of music. To me, was a perfect length. It's not too long, not too short. And I just remember feeling kind of just blah about it. Um, it was just kind of that feeling that after it went off, I was just kind of like, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Or it didn't really it didn't really feel like it met my expectations. Um, I will say when I started listening, this song that I just played was the first song. And so it introed the album, which a lot of times sets the tone for the project. As you hear, it kind of starts off with, he kind of does like um, dope stories type thing, just here and there throughout the album. And so it starts off that way. Then when that production starts to come in, I'm like, okay. Okay, the song definitely is giving intro vibes. And so after hearing that, I was like, okay, let's let's see where the album is going. Um, but then just as it went on, I just kind of just felt underwhelmed by what I was hearing. Even the features, the feature verses just didn't really feel like that usual two chains magic that is normally felt after I hear his projects. Um, I did go back and went and listened again. Um, actually I've listened a couple times since my first listen and it wasn't as bad as I think one, the internet is trying to make it out to be. I've seen the word trash thrown around with this album a lot. And one, I feel like we use that word way too loosely. Like the album is not trash. It may not be two chances. Best work it may not even be your cup of tea, but trash it is not. Um, I mean, he's doing some rapping on his album. I mean, that's never been an issue for 2 Chains. I think a lot of the production is kind of what can make or break a project when it comes to an artist like 2 Chains. And I think a lot of the mark missed maybe for me was in the production. Of course, there are some, like I love the production on this, but then there are some that just underwhelming is honestly the word that just keeps coming to mind as I'm thinking about it um there are some songs on here that I do like like I said he is rapping and it's interesting because as he was doing the album promo making his radio runs he went on now I can't remember if it was Flex or LA Leakers one of those shows that does the whole freestyle he was on there and of course the consensus online was he's snapping Oh, I wish 2 Chainz would rap over these, like, New York sort of beats more often. But he's doing that on this album. Like, especially towards the end, there's that song. Um, 
it's called Vlad TV that has stove got cooked stove got cooks on it. I mean, that is the bag that he is in. But I think one, I don't think people really listen to albums anymore. I think they kind of just skim and skip. And so if they don't, which I will agree, I've always said it only takes me about 30 seconds to figure out if I like a song or not. But I think when it comes to certain artists, certain, especially rappers, 2 Chainz is going to give you the clever metaphors. He's going to give you the clever lines. He's going to give you some good captionable type of quotes but you kind of have to listen to it you kind of have to get around what you um are expecting as far as like the trap sound the trap beats and all that type of thing it's clear that he is trying to elevate to somewhere else he's kind of trying to switch gears which is why i think he said this is his last trap album um and even honestly that doesn't really the album doesn't fully give me full full trap guys i mean of course it's called dope don't sell itself but when you just think about the song and the content, I don't know if I, I'm buying that. But, you know, like I said, there are a few songs on here that I will definitely be coming back to. Um, but I, I will say I, I don't like it as much as So Help Me God or um, Rapper Go to the League. And I will say even for this album, the marketing didn't really seem as prevalent towards the end there. It did where I think he was named as like the head of marketing for Crystals. And so... He kind of trapped out of crystals in Atlanta, but that didn't happen until like last week. And normally 2 Chainz will start the marketing super early for an album. Even when he announced this album was coming, it was real just kind of short notice. Didn't feel like the typical rollout album promo that we normally get from 2 Chainz. And so that is making me think where these songs just kind of like a bunch of things that he already kind of just had on the hard drive and was like, you know what, I can put these songs together and drop a project. That's kind of the vibe that I'm getting that maybe these were already done. And then he just kind of pieced them together for this album. Who knows? I know he records a lot of music. And so I would not be surprised if that was the case. He's already said though, the next projects that are coming um, is the Collie Grove 2, which is his um, joint project with Lil Wayne. Thoroughly enjoyed the first one, so I'm kind of looking forward to hearing that. And then he did mention that he has a pro project with Static Selecta, who is producer that does a lot of that New York rapidy rap rap type of beats, um, does a lot of Griselda stuff. He does that sort of a genre. And so I think what people are asking to get from 2 Chains, they will get from that album. But we'll see if people actually listen, because like I said, I think people just kind of skim, skip and then just write some off as trash so easily and throw that word around just so loosely that it just doesn't always fit. And like I said, I don't think this is trash. It definitely ain't 2 Chainz's best work, but trash. No, that's that's doing a little much. But that is Bet It Back from 2 Chainz's latest album, Dope Don't Sell Itself. All right. And for the last song we're going to do, like I mentioned, Yo Gotti released his latest album cm10 free game the song i'm going to pick from that comes from the free side which is side a it's called giving back let me play it and i can tell you what i'm thinking about the whole package yeah i forever love my city House on the riverside, round down popular. Niggas ain't seeing us, let's take out binoculars. I just left Prevay, went to love, I'm still popping out. Got it left the city, I'm like, what the fuck you talking about? Got it in the city, low key, still popping out. Bulletproof and AR, 
And nigga, I'll walk you down. Got a drink and ace of spade, never drink, walk you down. All my niggas talk me up and they'll never talk me down. Love for the north side, yeah, I'm sitting court side. Damon with the sport ties, I don't need no allies. CMG the mafia, and we do not franchise. We are not into saving you hoes, go get baptized. We don't do the back and forth, you niggas already know it. I probably didn't rob your brother, I probably didn't shot your boys. I flew out your baby mama, I was in a DM, I don't got a number. Cold hearted nigga, but I sponsored a hot girl summer. I told her, even though I was lying to her, you know these hoes believe anything. I know I'm a rich nigga, bitches wanna charge me. I'ma play the game with her, this shit make my heart beat. They like you a gentleman, didn't know you was so sweet. I just might send the bitch flowers for like six weeks. You know how we play, how put her on a PJ. She never flew private. She doing shit with me in public, she wouldn't even do private. I got her wide open, she don't even know how to hide it. Let's go have a foursome, she said she ain't never tried it I'ma post her boutique, she be doing lashes Head like she got no teeth, she should teach classes Like me cause I'm so street, nah I ain't cashing out She know I ain't no sucker and I'ma fuck her till she passing out She got a real one she be bragging about You bought a bag, she don't respect you, I call that crashing out Took a hood bitch out the city, call it giving back giving A back. Memphis bitch in Calabasas, she don't know how to she act All right, new double disc from Yo Gotti. He has said this is the uh, last of the CM series, CM10. If you don't know, CM is for cocaine music, or if you're from Memphis, it's cocaine music, I'm understanding. Um, but yes, it's called Free Game, Two Sides. Initially, the way it was, what well, I thought it was packaged, and it could just be a uh, title, which is what I used. So it looked like it was released as two separate albums, a side A and side B, which I really love because it just put me in the mind of double disc back in the day where it was literally two discs instead of, you know, how these artists do now, just put out one, do volumes, and it's like 50 tracks, and it's just already are overwhelmed just looking at it but for some reason um at least like I said I don't know if it's just title but side b has both a and b um side a just has side a songs um which is 11 tracks and then side b for some reason has a volume one and two which includes a total is 22 songs all together um hour and four minutes of music and so don't be alarmed when if you're like me and you do not like albums with lots of songs because like I said seeing that could be overwhelming but if you do just break it down into the disc it's really not a lot of music it's he's not taking up a whole lot of your time um and so I think for 22 songs for an hour that actually is is perfect so side a is um it's called free so that is more of the street guy there's lots of features on that side all of his uh, label signees are on there. Of course, you have 42 Doug, ESTG, Song with Moneybag Yo. And then he also has uh, Kodak Black and then his other label signee, Black Youngster, on that as well. So that is more of the trap beats. The Even though this is on side A, this particular song that I play, Giving Back. But even though it has a little bit of that soul sample sound, it still is giving more trap. Whereas side B is more of that soulful guy more of the sort of introspective and it's called game and he's really doing that on 
side B. It is more of him executive Gotti, which we know he's been in that bag for a minute, which is why the music has not really been coming out as often as it did in the past. He's been focusing on his artists who are all kind of killing the game right now, honestly. Um, between QC and CMG, they they got rap on lock because his artists are killing it. 1017 was on the way, but his artists keep goddamn doing stupid shit to get their ass locked up. So I think it's safe to say that CMG has taken over in the last couple of years. Um, and so he's been focusing on that, which of course the music will always take a back uh, page to to the executive side of things. But I'm glad he got back to the music after listening to Side A. I was like, okay, fucking with it. It definitely had some ones on there that I knew I was going to go back to. Then when I was able to get into Side B, fucked with that as well i like honestly like both sides of Gotti. i like when he's into the trap shit and he's into those beats and then i also like when he does the more soulful introspective sort of sound um and of course the most memphis way uh, as possible but um it's just a super easy listen it's one of those you can just let it play it's a lot of riding music on there if you got a trip to make just press that play on that shit and just honestly let it go um and you won't I don't think will be disappointed Gotti has had to me some good albums for a minute and so I'm not this to me is wasn't really anything out of the ordinary for what Gotti has produced um it's just been a minute since I feel like I've heard heard this this sound full sound from him because the last album he did release I think it was that Untrapped project that came out in 2020 and that was the little not didn't really feel gaudy like but again it was that pandemic first year and so everybody pretty much gets a pass for their releases during that time but honestly the whole project is good I think a lot of people just given the situation with Dolph and the rumors that have been flying were kind of wondering if that was going to be made mention on the project I really appreciate how he addressed the situation without addressing it um on side b there's a song called thinking hours and I think that's the most of addressing that you're going to ever get from him. Basically him saying, I ain't got to do with that shit. I'm minding my business. Y'all should mind yours. Um, but yeah, all in all, like I said, I really enjoy the project. It's, I've been listening to it multiple times back to back since it did drop on Friday. It's already on my favorites. It's the first project since Gunna's release that has gone on my favorites and that I just have this urge to keep going back to since that um, Gunna dropped his project that first Friday of the new year. So I'm fucking with it. Um, It's one of those I know I'm going to be playing for a while and I just appreciate good music when I hear it. And so that's what this both of these sides are giving on this new album from Gotti. So that is giving back from yo Gotti's new double disc album free cm10 free game and with that that will wrap up all the songs that we're going to do for today's episode this was your first time listening i hope this was everything that you hoped it would be and more if not email customer service and we'll see if we can refund you your time or try again next week and maybe giving something a little different um As far as any news goes, don't forget there is the Versus that is coming up 
on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day, Tuesday, Anthony Hamilton versus Music Soul Child. I still right now can't say that I could pick a quote unquote winner. Um, I think I probably had more of Music's albums than I had of Anthony Hamilton's. Um, but honestly, I can just really appreciate them both, what they have brought to R&B. So I'm just ready to watch what should just be a good night of good music and nostalgia. Um, and we'll talk about that, of course, on the next episode. Actually, I don't know if I should wait to release that episode late until after it drops or because it won't be until the episode after that. I'll cover that. I'll figure that out and let you guys know, but um, just please be sure to check the website as I will be doing write-ups of some of the songs that dropped on Friday that I didn't cover on today's episode, and then I'll also be catching random drops that just randomly dropped throughout the week. On Monday, I did forget to mention we did get a new drop from Pusha T, Diet Coke, um, new music for him. He's getting ready for a new album thought that he had just said that Kanye released him, allowed him to be released from good music. But when I, look, when I looked at the credits for that single, it still had good on there. So a little confused about that, but we'll see what that um, is looking like when he gets closer to actually releasing that album. But yeah, just be sure to check the blog as I will just be doing write-ups throughout the week. Um, if you are not connected with us on social please connect with us we are on facebook twitter instagram tumblr all under the handle irked music geek these podcast episodes you're listening so you hopefully know how to find us but if you're looking for other listening options we're on the itunes podcast app spotify google podcast iheart deezer cast box audioboom.com or you can just go straight to the website irkedmusicgeek.com that same podcast episode section i mentioned earlier go there and then on whatever episode you're looking for you'll find an audio player that you can listen to the episode straight from the website and even download from there as well so that option is available for you um album releases that i'm seeing for next new music friday only thing I'm really seeing of note is Jasmine Sullivan is dropping the deluxe to hotels and it's called motels, which I fucking love. So fucking clever. And then Nikki, like I mentioned, is releasing that single bussin', which I think also features Lil Baby, which is a little weird and interesting, but we'll talk about that on the next episode. That is all that I have for you all. You all have a safe, amazing, and productive week. Safe Super Bowl Sunday as well. And I will holla at you next episode. Peace.